Parsons. And I'm Shauna West. Welcome to the Creative Exponent Podcast. This is a place where we talk about discovering, upholding, and sharing your creativity. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode six. Hello. And we're going to talk about how... Oh, <laughs> Sean is just, <laughs> just saying hello. Just saying hello. Just, it's like, I, I was doing an introduction, but if you would like to insert yourself, just yep. you, you yep. go for it. I will. I will. Just a hi. <laughs> just a quick hi. Anyway, we're talking about... Right. <laughs> so we're talking about... Um, so you know that little, that number could be a little number, mm-hmm. could be a big number of people who follow you on social media, your followers, your subscribers, all of those, those numbers, all the analytics, mm. those are real people. <laughs> and we're just going to, we're going to talk about that today. Yes. They are not <laughs> in, in case you didn't know robots. <laughs> it's a real well, thing. Well, actually I, there actually are, there are, are bots, some. but <laughs> Let's just, let's just imagine that you don't, you don't buy bots to follow Mm you. Right. Then, then those, those are actually real people. And, um, Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm actually, I know it seems like, okay, yeah, that's, this is a very weird topic, but (laughs) I think that I'm actually really excited to talk about this because I think when you start to not look at your audience as real people, that they are just the number and you just look at the analytics and you get really caught up in all of that. Um, that's when you just start to lose like the soul of things devolve, like the whole point of why you're sharing. You just start Mm -hmm. to lose it. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to, we're going to talk about the numbers today. And the reason why we wanted to talk about this is because this is just a very common conversation that you see on Um, on social media or among people who are sharing their work creatively online, that it's just like, um, it's so easy to compare your numbers to everybody else's numbers. And then it seems like yours is just Doesn't match up. Yep. Yeah. And it's maybe not valuable at all, Mm -hmm. you know, because it's like, oh, well, she has 300,000 and I have um, eight. Right. So, <laughs> so those right. eight people just really, really don't matter at all. Right. So, um, so I think the first thing that I, the first question I would ask about numbers is, are you looking to the numbers for validation? Yeah. Are you looking for how many people are following you to tell you if your work is good, if you should mm-hmm. be sharing it at all, if your story is important, if you're worthy are, are you looking to numbers for that? And I think, um, you know, of course, we all want to say no, we're not. Sure. But I, I would say if I'm being like completely truthful and honest that there are many, many times throughout this 10 years of sharing online that um, I've been obsessed about the numbers and I've really, it, and I have looked to them to, am I doing a good job or not? Mm-hmm. If the analytics have plateaued or gone down, then I'm not doing a good job. If they're going yeah. up, then I'm doing great. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. I mean, and I, you know, I What about you? Yeah. Have you ever, confession time, have you yeah, ever? Of course I have. Of just, co- <laughs> okay. 
I got me. Am I human? Yes, of You're course. Like, no, I haven't ever. <laughs> no, not ever. <laughs> no, I mean, I definitely have. And I think, you know, for me, that's when, and we've talked about this before, that's when it was very easy to get burnt out is when, when that was a struggle, fastest way for me to burn out and be uninterested, yeah. um, you know, just discouraged, totally wrapped up in the wrong, the wrong parts. You know, the focus then is all about, again, it's kind of like we talked about I think it was in Discovering where we talked about, um, you know, our kids' education and performance, and it's the same thing. You know, we're so then obsessed with um, the rating scale. We're using that as a rating scale for performance, and, you know, then we're, right. you know, we're no longer creating because this is what we love, and, and this is what we feel like is a gift, you know, to us and from us. It's all about, you know, how many people agree how many people love it how many people and look this is getting you know this is what I do the the philosophical part how many people approve of me how many people like me love me um it is a it is a worthiness thing whether or not um you know yes numbers can equal profit so I do get that there's validity into you know paying attention to your business from from that point of view but when we're talking about your motivating factors, um, yeah, it is a it is a worthiness um, issue, you know, that we all face. And sometimes I think that is uh, something that we, I mean, it's going to be something we struggle with periodically, you know, very often. I think probably maybe until we have a, a pretty big moment that sort of really shifts, you know, our core perspective, you know, and even then, it's yeah. got the potential to come back, you know, and, and kind of bite us a little bit. It's just easy to fall into. It is very easy. And there there are all sorts of studies on, and now that I'm here, I'm like, ooh, I wish I had looked up some details <laughs> on those studies. That probably would have been nice to share. But um, there have been all kinds of studies on just sort of the addictive nature of um, the social media feedback, the following, yeah. the likes, how there's actually this, you know, it's, it's addictive to, mm-hmm. to get, um, to get that instant like, yeah. um, but, but I think one thing that I've kind of learned from my own experience, but also, you know, I, I, you, you, know, you kind of see it playing out too, is how, how, how many followers is enough? How right. many followers constitutes a big audience? Mm-hmm. A- at what point is the audience size then? When Valuable. do you feel validated? Yeah, and I think that the it that is like an unanswerable question. There's no because even if you're like, well, if I have a thousand followers, that'll mm-hmm. be that'll be when I've made it, or when I have ten thousand, right. so I can do the swipe up on Instagram, or when I have a hundred thousand <laughs> followers, then then I'll have made it. Um, the thing is then there's always, you can keep going. You could always get more and there's, yeah, there's always a new threshold. We actually just last night watched the movie, all the money in the world, which was about, um, uh, Getty oil and the, the man who founded it and was at the time the wealthiest man ever in the world ever. Mm, Yeah. Uh, and he was still, he still felt at one point he says like, I'm, you know, I'm more financially vulnerable than I've ever been. Mm-hmm. And the the man he's talking to said, well, how much money will it take for you to feel secure? And his answer was more. <laughs> and I feel like we can get Just that way with more. social media. Yes. More. 
Yeah. Just more. I just Always need more. more. <laughs> and then, yeah. Yep. And so I think with social media, it's like a, or anything, analytics, um, any, anything that can be counted online mm-hmm. <laughs> that says whether you're doing good or not. Um, I think it's just, it's always, there's always more, there's yeah. always more that, that you could want. And yeah. so it's kind of a tail, a tail that you can't catch. You can chase Mm-mm. it, but you can't catch it. No. So, um, yeah. So that would be the first question. Are you looking for your numbers to val- for validation, for permission? Yeah. And if so, then you've just got to get to a, a better place. I think a place where um, you look at them, like Shauna was saying, like, especially if it's your business, like the numbers matter, like advertisers sure. who want to promote on your blog, they want to know what your numbers are. And Um, if you're looking to publish a book or work with a licensing agent or anything like that, like the numbers do matter. They ask what your audience is, but they can't matter to you personally, um, for validation or permission. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that's, and look, that's a hard, that's a hard question to ask and answer of yourself. You know, it is, that's, um, because then we're we're getting into you know just things we need to work on ourselves personally and you know, but it's important as creatives to do that it's important to assess um, you know assess our motivations and and the things that do give us validation and approval you know can we can we derive that internally um, you know it's not that you're never obviously I'm using double negatives here but what the heck, um, you know, that you're never going <laughs> to struggle with these things. Oh, right? the grammar police Just, are going to come out, Shauna. Yes, they will. <laughs> but, you know, we're going to be willy-nilly today, so there's another one for the grammar police. But, um, you know, it's you, you're you going to struggle with it. It's just that do you have some tools in your toolbox to be able to pull yourself back to um, the truth, which is that you are, you know, you are creating for you first, um, for your audience or your customers, you know, secondly, and, and can your decisions and can your motivators come from that place where it's about, um, where it's about serving those people, not obsessing over how many people that is, um, which we kind of, you know, we alluded to in a couple of our, a couple of our episodes, you know, that if, if you had, let's say you are just starting with an online audience and you've got, 50 followers, you know, if you, that can seem so small, you know, if we're looking at it from that perspective, you know, if you look at somebody with a few hundred thousand followers or 1.2 million, you know, but if those 50 people were sitting in your living room talking to you and and you were connecting to them, um, you know, face to face, that's a that's a big group of people. It is right. now, and I'm not trying to be fluffy now. I'm just saying that's a large group of people who are possibly being, um, you know, influenced by your words, or at least they're connecting, you know, with something you're saying. That's a great responsibility and a great gift, uh, you know. That it's again, it's not like that's you're never going to have those moments where. Um, you know, validation from numbers, you know, creeps in. It's just, can we sort of ground ourselves in the perspective of um, what what a gift that really is and, and that that's a, a responsibility yeah. for us, you know? Yeah, definitely. One of our, our points actually was to Im- imagine them as the real people that they are. So try yeah. to envision 
you know, okay, you have 50 followers or imagine, you know, so imagine them fitting in your house or you have a few hundred, like imagine them all hanging out on your yard or lining mm-hmm. your street or filling a local, like the local high school stadium. Yeah. What would 2000 people look like right. all there listening to what you have to say? That's a <laughs> and big when dang you look deal. At them, it is a big deal. Yeah. It's a really big deal. And I think when you think of them all as these real people and imagine them gathered together to to see what you're doing, um, then it, I mean, man, it just changes your perspective. Yep. It's like there is a large group of people who are are listening to me. It's when you start comparing that audience to other audiences that it starts yeah. to feel like, well, those people... It's nothing. My following well, because is so then you're small taking, and yeah, puny. It's just it, nothing, right? Well, then, then you're you are looking at them as as numbers and not people because you probably wouldn't say out loud, right? Well, these these people don't matter. It's you know that's not enough. Right. I need more. You know, so right. that's can the you whole imagine you? Yeah. You had 500 people show, showing up to the, mm-hmm. you know, the local high school gym for you. And you'd be like, this is nothing. This exactly. is, I, I'm, it's not even worth my time to be here. Like that would be comical. People would think you were absolutely insane. Right. Well, maybe we've got a <laughs> But we do that on social media. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. But so anyway, I would just challenge you to view your following, um, view them all as real people. And, and man, then it becomes so much more valuable than Mm -hmm. just that number. Um, the other thing is, and I've noticed this myself, that there are times when I'm just writing for a blog post or a a social media caption and I'm just kind of writing. I'm not really, Mm -hmm. I'm maybe describing what I'm doing or describing what the picture's about, but I'm not actually talking to anybody. When I write posts where I'm actually imagining writing or talking to the people people who read it, um, I'll tell you what, those posts are, they're the posts that get the most responses that Mm -hmm. get shared the most because I, I'm actually having a conversation with real people as opposed to just writing an article. Yeah, spouting out um, just so information. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So I I find for me that when I when I actually um, think about real people, that's actually what helped me um, be able to make videos for YouTube tutorials and stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I was so uncomfortable on film, which was funny for someone who had a theater background and was funny. fine with performing. But the, oh gosh, but the camera, I would turn the camera on and I would just be, I would just like be giggly. I just, I, or I would be really like very flat and boring. Mess. It's like, I just, it really was a mess. And so I actually would turn the camera on and sit in, it was my basement at the time was where I did my work. I would sit in my basement with the camera on and I would just talk to the camera like I was mm-hmm. talking to a friend. I just kept yeah. being like, you're my friend. This is a friend. And I'm just going to tell you what I'm doing. Yeah. And so then I, once I got to kind of a comfortable place, I started pressing play. And that's how I got comfortable with um, with making that's videos funny. was I just need to, I just need to, pretend like this camera is my friend. It's a person yeah. and I'm going to 
talk to the, and so I do that with my phone too. When I'm doing Instagram stories, I'm like, I'm not talking to the phone. I'm talking to the people. So yeah. Yeah. And you know, so I think that that helps, helps you create better mm -hmm. content. It does. It does. Well, I mean, because then it's, I mean, it's, it's real, it's relatable. It's not, um, right. It's a conversation. It's not. Yeah. Yeah, it's not scripted. It's, um, you know, and look, you know, for the the bigger the bigger things, you know, the bigger reasons, you're, you know, then again, you're sort of operating from a place where you're remembering why you're doing what you're doing and you're sharing it, you know, really genuinely. And look, I mean, I just think we're hardwired to, you know, to connect and we crave genuine, we crave, um, you know, to relate, we crave, you know, those connection points. And so, when we're able to tap into that and we're able to, um, you know, to talk to people just like they're, they're people and, and cause they are, <laughs> you know, and, and remember <laughs> that that's just, actually just like they, they were people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> then, you know, then we're, we're able to, to be relatable. And I'll, I'll be honest and tell you here, this is where I'm having to be purposeful about that. Less so about the number side now and more because, so a few years ago, I stopped solely blogging and, and kind of, you know, moved into different directions for my business. And then eventually, really, my business was was mostly not online anymore, you know, did a lot of, um, of business consulting and um, all over and, you know, continued design and, and some of those things. And so my creative, um, the writing was just done for me personally. And so because of that, I stopped using, which Marion knows this, stopped using social media. And when I say stopped, I mean, didn't open Facebook for, I don't even know how long. I mean, a couple years, maybe, you know, like she um, fell off the face of of the the social media earth. Yes, I did. And then, you know, Instagram, I would, you know, maybe once a quarter, I would post a photo or something of me and the kids, um, you know, and I was on it for as long as it took me to post it. And so, the point is, is that over this period of time, um, you know, I learned for me personally that that's just good for me. I enjoy it. I, um, you know, my creative time feels better to me when I'm not, you know, really on it uh, all the time now. But, you know, with what we're doing right now, you know, I want to share what we're talking about because we believe it matters and we believe that there's thousands of people around the world who are having the same thoughts and the same conversations. And so for me, remembering that, you know, you guys are dealing with these things and struggling with these things or wrestling them, you know, it gives me the ability to hop on social media and do a quick video to say, thank you for listening, or, you know, here's something we we learned today, or here's what we're experiencing because you are, yeah, you are dealing with the same things, and and it matters. It matters a lot. So it's not about you know self promotion or you know like Marion the just the ticker you know the count. It's it's about you know you and and us and the real world we live in with these real things that we face. Um, so it's it's yeah. helpful. And then. This really is an online issue because when we're, you know, when you're running a store or you're selling your work in an event or you're performing at a coffee shop or whatever, you know, you, the, the people are there and you can actually see them. And so, um, but even in that case, um, 
but I think especially on social media and, and just with really any numbers that can be, be counted when it comes to creativity or creative business, mm-hmm. um, the numbers can really be shallow. They don't tell the full depth of the story. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed the book Keep Going by Austin mm-hmm. Cleon. Such a good book, um, very simple read, but um, tons of just practical little encouragement. It's a great book to read if you're feeling just really stuck creatively. But um, anyway, he he talked about those shallow metrics in the in the book and how you just you can't, um, so for example, like if, if you write a book or, you know, well, well, let's use our podcast for an example. So we can see how many people have rated it, how many people like, we see you, Mm -hmm. we see you, the people who (laughs) leave reviews, the people who, um, yeah, (laughs) I know exactly we're watching you. No, but we see all the downloads. We can watch all the the numbers and everything. We can see how many people follow us on Instagram, all that. Mm-hmm. But what we don't know is how many people listened to the podcast and loved it so much that they shared it with a friend. Right. Or how many people listened to the podcast and um, were just touched and it changed and it moved them. something yeah. in them. Yeah, like we, you don't know the depth of what those numbers mean. They're just numbers. And so when, um, so the numbers just don't tell the whole story. And I right. think looking to just the numbers is um, really shortchanging, not mm-hmm. just yourself, but, but the people who make up those numbers. Um, I think you can also show a real ingratitude then to the people who do follow you yeah. uh, or the people who do shop from you or listen to you or who bought something from you. It's like, well, you don't really matter because I really just want more. Yeah. So (laughs) it's sort of like when it's kind of backwards with some companies There's so many companies that give you all these incentives to become a customer. (laughs) Like here you can have this, the best rate. You can have all of these (laughs) wonderful deals. We'll throw all this stuff at you. But then the person who's been the customer for 10 years is paying like four times Mm. the price and doesn't get anything. And it's like, well, wait a second. Who's more valuable to you, the new customer or the loyal customer? You know what I mean? Yes. Now you can call and complain and then usually they'll give you the better rate. But but, um, (laughs) yeah, there's kind of this mentality of like the new people are the better people when it's like you've got to be thankful for the people who are there because, again, they're real people. They are, and you're building your, you know, oh me, yes, there's so many things, but you're building your body of creative work, um, you know, with them by your side, you know, and it's, um, you know, that, yeah, that's a gift to you. It is just like it is to me, just like it is to Marion, you know, and it's, uh, it's something to be really deeply grateful for, um, because, you know, like we talked about, I mean, imagine, since we're really talking, you know, mostly about online, you know, audiences right now, you know, 50 years ago, that was not around. 25 years ago, it was not around. You know, I mean, this is a, a relatively new frontier in, in the, our ability yeah. to share our creative work and to be, able, to be able to have people alongside you, even, you know, three 
you know, alongside you that are not your mom and your sister-in-law and your daughter. Like, that's a big deal, you know? <laughs> it's like, yeah. it's a big deal to it be is. able to invite people in and, um, you know, have them walk with you and you walk with them on their, you know, their journey, their path. Um, so I think, I think yeah. that's a, it's a, it's something to remember, you know, that we, I do love this quote that we, um, that we, I guess Marion found this. This is, it's really cool. It says, not everything that can be counted counts and not everything that counts can be counted. And that's by William Bruce Cameron. That's, um, that's pretty powerful. Uh, cause it's true. Things it that not yeah. everything that's beautiful and incredible can be measured in, you know, in a number. It just can't. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. So <laughs> I just one, got her lost so a in little thought. bit of, <laughs> I know. Well, I'm just like, what, what else is there to say really? I guess we've, you know, I feel like we've kind of driven the point home, but, um, one thing, an exercise that I would give you to do, um, especially if you're struggling with numbers and th- there is such a myth of like, once you have, above a certain number, you don't struggle with the numbers anymore. It's like you always struggle with the numbers. It doesn't matter how big you are. So um, if you're struggling with your numbers, no matter what they are, whether it's social media related, whether it's related to like how many people physically have shown up at your store that day or Mm -hmm. um, just anything related to that sort of the, the number feedback loop that, that happens. Um, I would suggest, especially with social media, go and look at the list of followers. If you click that number, you can actually see their names (laughs) and see who they all are. And a lot of them have pictures of their faces and go through and even like, first of all, just recognize them. Just like, even if you're just reading through their names and you just recognize them as real people. But if you want to take that a step further, actually click over to their accounts, follow them back, thank them for following you. Um, you know, and just cause social media is, it's about being social. It's about community. And so, um, I, I need to do that. I'm going to do that on, I haven't done that in a while. So I'm going to look at my followers and go through and just, and we, we need to do that with the creative exponent as well. Just go through and thank our followers and recognize them. Um, so that's one thing. Um, the other thing is, um, to, we, we're going to tell you to journal a lot, but to journal about, um, first of all, asking the question, are you getting your validation from the yeah. numbers? Are you looking to the numbers for permission or, you know, really to answer any questions that have to do with your worth or the quality of your work? Um, and kind of, you know, journal through that, be honest about it. We all struggle with that at various times to varying degrees. Um, and then also really focus on the gratitude, you know, kind of journaling through the gratitude of, of all of those people who are following you and just wanting to, you know, kind of, uh, working through that, um, that so that you can, be in a place where your desire is to give them your very best, that they're all yeah. valuable and you want to give them something that's, um, that's a joy to follow. Yeah. So that's what, that's what I would say. Would you add anything else to that? Like just kind of actionable to do. I think you just brought it home. All right. <laughs> just laid it out. Yeah. No, I think, let me just all say right. this. Let me say one thing. I think, 
let me, mm, yeah, just don't beat yourself up though. Because here's the thing. I know I'm struggling to get this out, but it's because it's kind of a little bit cheesy. But don't beat yourself up for this process. This is just normal. It's normal to get into that pattern. It's normal to get into that habit, you know, whether it's periodically or at the very beginning. So just recognize it. And journaling, that's why you're going to hear us say it a lot. Don't, doesn't have to be this long you know, we'll talk about this later, but dear diary thing, this can be a bullet list of just the, the you know, things that you're, you're struggling with or you're feeling about, you know, those numbers and, you know, recognizing that and facing it and saying, okay, let me, let me assess this for myself. That's, that's a powerful thing. You know, once we can do that, then we can yep. put it down, you know, we can put it down. Even if that's every single day, we have to remind ourselves that, you know, that these are people we're serving and, and not numbers. That's okay if, if it takes that reminder daily. No big deal. Yep, yep. It's a it's a chronic touching up kind of thing mm-hmm. that's going to have to be done because it's so yes. easy to get sucked into the numbers. It really is. Yep. It really is. Um, yeah, so our creative contraption for today. Um, perfect. You actually should get one because then you can journal in it. <laughs> uh, but it's the it's the... Right. It's the Wanderings Notebook. And actually, they have a series of them where you can get different sizes mm-hmm. and all. Both Shauna and I have the large size. I think it's, <laughs> uh, I don't know what the dimensions are, like seven by nine, maybe. It's not quite yeah. a full-size piece of paper. It but may it's, be by 11. It's a pretty generous mm-hmm. size. It's tall. It's tall yeah. and okay. a little bit skinnier, you know, than a, a standard sheet of notebook paper. But it's these leather notebooks. Um, you can buy them on Amazon from a. It's from a small shop that sells on Amazon, mm-hmm. and um, they're leather. Within they have these elastic bands that you can put these inserts in, and that's what I love. Mm-hmm. That's what I love most about it. They have a blank insert, a bulleted insert, and a lined insert. So I have one of each, mm-hmm. and I use them for different things, from note taking to sketching to journaling. And we'll share about how we journal and how we use these books in a, in a later episode. But um, Shauna got it as well. And actually, this mm-hmm. is another thing I got a lot of people to buy because <laughs> it's me just such an it. awesome book. Yep. But Shauna got it. And what what are your favorite things about it? Well, I mean, I just using it for a while. Yeah, I mean, honestly, well, I'm just a sucker for leather. First of all, let me just be real. I got a, I got yeah, a leather. Yeah, I am too. I got a leather thing. So you know, and and since I was young, I've kept a journal, and it was the um the dear diary kind. So I've got lots of those. You know, that mm-hmm. if anyone ever finds it, will be mortifying, and that's okay with me, I guess, because I'll be <laughs> gone. So. <laughs> Best wishes to whoever finds it. Um, but, you know, it. I've always wanted to find one that was leather that I really liked. And I've bought a couple, you know, throughout the years and just never, um, never liked them. Because here's the thing about leather notebooks or leather journals. Typically, they don't lay flat. And I've also got a thing about that. I want my pages to lay pretty flat when I'm writing or yeah. sketching or, you know, painting. I don't want none of that big roll up in the middle. I hate that. I hate that. So yeah. they lay flat, you know, because these are these individual inserts and the leather soft enough that, you know, it actually lays flat once you open it up. So that's probably my favorite thing. Um, super portable, you know, take it with yep. me everywhere. So durable. It's just pretty. Yep, Marion got a little, me on a couple. little elastic band. Mm-hmm. Yep. Closes yeah. it up. So, yeah. And they all they all have a, um, a compass on the front, which um, I kind of like, too. I like the sim- symbol of a it compass. It makes me feel like know. I have a pirate notebook. 
It does. <laughs> That's what I've been saying. See, I think of it as like, I'm, you know, this is, this is something that helps me find my way. Right. You know, it's just a, it's a compass. Well, it's got different my notes and my, yeah, exactly. Whereas Sean is a, She's singing Yo-Ho. That's Yo-ho. right. I do love pirates. <laughs> pirates so for me. it works. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> All right. So that's the Wanderings Notebook. And actually, um, you can find a post about it in the Creative Contraptions if yeah. you're interested in, like, actually seeing it. Since that's the downside <laughs> to podcasting is you can't right. actually, like, see what we're talking about. So if you want to see it, you can go see it there on um, thecreativeexponent.com and just click on the Creative Contraptions section. And if you would like to send us an email for any reason, hopefully, hopefully for a nice reason, because we know you're real people out there listening and we would love to <laughs> like nice e- have a conversation with you. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> then, um, then you can send us an email to info at creative exponent.com. And maybe you have hello. a creative contraption. Well, it's, it's hello. Oh, what did I say? Yep, it was? You said info. That's okay. I said info. Yep, it's hello at creativeexponent.com. There you go. Shoot us a line. Mm, I messed up the email address. Oh, yes. gosh. Well, we'll never Don't recover, send it to we? info because it, <laughs> it won't go anywhere. Yeah. So hello at creativeexponent.com. And um, yep. so if you have a creative contraption you want to recommend or... Oh, yeah, that'd be great. You just want to share something, then mm-hmm. we'd love to hear from you. So, uh, okay. And then next time we are talking about scheduling an appointment with creativity Mm. so making it like an actual thing that you're committing to putting on your calendar and then making it happen not letting other things get in the way Mm -hmm. yep so we're going to talk about that next time see you guys then thanks so much for listening to the creative exponent podcast our original theme was written by a walker spring and recorded by ellie swope and johan wagner And if you like The Creative Exponent, please subscribe and leave us a review. You can find us at www.thecreativeexponent.com. And you can also send us an email at hello at creativeexponent.com.